Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you, as always, for stopping by and listening to my podcast. I'm delighted that you're there and you're listening. It's great to have you as my audience. So thank you. Today, I have with me the fabulous Meredith Rawlings. And um, I'm going to hand over to Meredith because she can introduce herself, as we all know, far better than I can. Hello. I'm really excited to be here, too. I am a transformation coach. I work with primarily female entrepreneurs to help them better understand who they are, what their purpose is, so they can connect with that and live more effortlessly and experience expansion, growth, abundance, freedom, all of those wonderful things, and basically beat out all the hustle, grind mentality, perfectionism, anxiety, all of that stuff, so everything just gets easier and more fun. Yay! And that's yes. what we want, isn't it? We want to live yes. a life that is as happier, as easier. That is, and it's just sometimes it's just the smallest of things that can be changed, isn't it? But you you use an interesting um, technique, don't you? That uh, you've uh, you've told me about previously. That um, yes. I'd, I'd love you to sort of talk to my audience about. But I also love you to talk to uh, everybody about your sort of journey because that's really what's inspired you to arrive at where you're at let's hear more of your backstory and we can come to your front story and your side story we can do all the bits (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I found my primary technique that I use basically because I had a a really rough time and kind of had a breakdown and it just fell in my lap as all divinely inspired wonderful things do I said in my intro that I help people understand themselves better to do that I use human design which is a system that brings together astrology, quantum mechanics, the Kabbalah, I Ching, like genetics, all of these things kind of rolls it all together and gives us a really, really dynamic, detailed blueprint of your energetic blueprint, how you're designed to work most optimally, what characteristics that you have that you can play to your strengths, as well as what conditioning are you really susceptible to. And that's what Mm -hmm. I really like to use it as kind of a hack. We don't have to spend a year in therapy to figure out exactly (laughs) why you're a perfectionist and why do you feel like you have to work so hard all the time and why do you have to prove yourself? Like, I know why. It's right here because you have um, these centers in in your blueprint that are open, create a void so that you can absorb energy from the outside world, from your parents, from your friends, from school, from just society in general which is where a lot of things come from just floating around Mm -hmm. in the air. You know, it's just like, just like everything is just floating around and (laughs) you can just absorb it. So it's so easy. I can immediately look at your chart and say, okay, well, she's probably got this, this and this going on. And so let's dive into that. And then we can do the work. The really what's most important is doing the work of deactivating that conditioning so that you're not making decisions from that place anymore, but you're making decisions knowing that that's probably working in the background, but we can work around that and make Mm -hmm. more aligned decisions. Because actually, once you know, once you can acknowledge a behavioral trait, Mm -hmm. that's when you can bring about the changes, isn't it? Because it's actually Mm -hmm. recognizing it and going, oh, because actually the the, the subconscious is really only like... um, a tape recorder, a CD or what have you. It's got Absolutely. programming attached to it. But we aren't our behavior and we can change that program at any time. But you have to 
acknowledge what that bit of programming is that totally. needs changing. The other thing that really was a game changer for me when I found human design is it allowed me not just to understand this is why I'm doing this, but also mm-hmm. that it's not me. This mm-hmm. is conditioning. I don't have to say I am anxious. I am a perfectionist. It's not a part of my identity. It's mm-hmm. just a behavior that I picked up. And so it's yeah. way easier to create a gap, a distance where I can say, okay, who I really am is someone who is able to connect deeply with people and to explain things at a really high level for people and see patterns and all of these really amazing things. And sometimes I experience anxiety. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I choose to act in a way that is reflective of perfectionism. (laughs) Sometimes I push myself too far because I don't have a good mechanism in my body Mm -hmm. to understand, hey, I'm tired. I need to take a break. You know, (laughs) I just don't have that naturally. I have to be really vigilant about that. And I know that about myself now. So Mm -hmm. it's all of that stuff that helps me label that as other. It's not who Mm -hmm. I am. It's just something I'm experiencing. And that makes it a lot easier to stop doing it. On that subject, but from my training as a coach, because I mm-hmm. sort of trained ten years ago, was that it's like an overdone strength. When you've got that sort of that perfectionism, it's great. Because, but you know, you, you can almost have that word perfectionism as a negative connotation in your mind. But actually, when you re- when you sort of break down that word, it's about that attention to detail. It's about that sort of, you know, looking at it, which is great. It's a fabulous trait to have. But it's when it becomes an overdone strength and it goes too yes. far the other way that's when it causes the issues. It's like when things are an undone strength. It's trying to get that balance. It's trying to get that mm-hmm. sort of middle ground. And, you know, yes. it's like I get excited about stuff and you want to do things all the time. And then something goes, oh, no, I've done too much. <laughs> yes. To rein it in. <laughs> yes. And the way that I like to look at that exact thing, because I think balance is such a foreign concept to most of us, that we can't even wrap our heads around what that would even look like. The way I describe it is there's a shadow expression of everything and there's a gift. The shadow expression may be doing way too much, trying to prove yourself, um, being hyper, hyper fixated on everything being a certain way, looking exactly this way, or like people perceiving you a certain way, et cetera, et cetera. The gift side of perfectionism is excellence. Mm-hmm. is having a dedication to excellence and pursuing that value, which is not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a great thing. It's how we have so many really great companies in the world and art and all of these things. And so if you're focused more on excellence, which is an evolving thing, and less on all of the murkier, <laughs> less productive things, right? Like I need everyone yeah, yeah. to think that I'm perfect which was definitely me for a really long time. Oh. Um, really long time. Um, you know, if you can focus more on, okay, what's the what's the more rainbows and sparkles expression mm-hmm. of this that's actually going to help me feel excited to go to work? Because yes. perfectionism especially can be crippling. Mm-hmm. It can get you yes. to a point where you just don't even do anything. You're mm-hmm. so unmotivated. Yeah. You, could, you don't even want to try because there's no way it's going to turn out the way that you have it in your brain. So what, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And it, I, I hear what you're saying with that, because I think, you know, through sort of the experience of employing staff myself of the um, younger generation, ah, 
see, I'm getting old. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> but, you know, millennials. But there's this, this whole generation that's brought up on sort of Instagram and this perfectionism and take... That it, it becomes... Um, Paralyzing, that's the word. Whereas it's it's progress progress over perfection. The perfection is in the imperfection. We're all different, we're all unique. I mean, you know, crikey, I w- wouldn't want to look like a Barbie doll that's pre- no. you know been sort of photoshopped within an inch no. of a life anyway. Well, and you that's, know? that's part of the growth that mm-hmm. I experienced because I started my business doing body image coaching and intuitive eating coaching. So I was helping people see the gifts in their imperfection on a very external, of course, everyone just came to me wanting to lose weight. I didn't care if you lose weight or not. You know, I want you to be healthy and I want you to be, mm-hmm. you know, have your hormones balanced and all of that stuff. I don't care what you look like. I care how you feel. Yes, and absolutely. I learned that. I learned to solve that problem because I had multiple eating disorders when I was in mm-hmm. college. And I was always extremely insecure from the time I was 10. I was really, really insecure about how I looked and compared myself to people constantly. And the things that I've noticed especially in the last year is I don't want to look like anybody else. You know, mm-hmm. whatever imperfections that I have, you know, it it makes me who I am and it that's what's really lovable is that just who I am and how how I am now. So and the other thing that's really interesting and this is how I found human design was when I started my business I realized that all of my perfectionism had moved from the way that I looked to my business performing and getting (laughs) results, making all this money. And I was like, oh my God, this feels like my eating disorder, but it's at, it's pointed at my business now. I was working Mm -hmm. 12 hour days. I was doing all of the things that everybody else is supposed to do. It was like diet culture, but like the bro Mm -hmm. sales mentality, the bro like entrepreneurial track like you have to do this this and this and uh, Tony Robbins wakes up at 4 a.m. and he does a cold dip so like that's what you have to do if you want to be a millionaire like all of that (laughs) stuff it was the exact same things running through my brain it felt like like a business eating disorder or something yeah so so you hooked onto that same pattern of behavior but you applied it in a different direction yes and this is and i notice this with my clients a lot is like we have the same mechanisms and this is why human design helps us hack into that we just Mm -hmm. find a new way to apply it it's a new level let's figure it you know it's going to keep coming up if you don't really really address the root cause Mm -hmm. and so all of that kind of accumulated about seven months into taking my business full time. And I was so exhausted. I was burnt out, anxious, depressed. I was in therapy, trying to work through a bunch of the personal stuff that had happened. And I just, nothing was working. Mm -hmm. Nothing was helping until I finally first allowed myself to get help really, really. Um, So I, I let myself, be talked into starting to take anti-anxiety medication, like Mm -hmm. the tiniest dose you could take. But it was a huge deal for me because I was like, that means that I failed. That means that I have to be dependent on something, blah, blah, blah. But two weeks later, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, this is how I normally feel. It just brought me back up to, and I was doing all the things that Mm -hmm. that you are meant to do, exercising, eating well, drinking water, Mm -hmm. getting sleep, and I still felt terrible. And... 
was like, oh, this is how I normally feel. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is great. I can kind of move forward from here. And it was during those two weeks, my therapist, um, she said, I need you to take three days off. She wanted me to take a week off, and I panicked. I was like, (laughs) can't do that. Absolutely not. I will will run out of money and die if I take three days off. (laughs) Nope, can't do that. Um, so, So I took three days, and on the second day, I heard a podcast where the woman who ended up being my mentor was talking mm-hmm. about human design. Ah, if I was going to ask you that question, how you heard about it. If yeah. I hadn't paused and taken that time off, mm. I wouldn't have had, it opened the space for something new to come in, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so people talk about it all the time, slowing down to speed, speed up. I've experienced it so many times, so many times, that it really is a crucial part of the process. So mm-hmm. I ended up investing in her program, I really didn't have the money to do it at the time, but I got I signed a client the next day within 24 hours I had that money back in my bank account. You know, just things like that that show you you're supported, you're yes. on the right track, keep going, keep going. Um and it just kind of snowballed from there. I got certified the next year and now I've pivoted wow. my business from just talking about the body image things because it's all the same. It's all the same mm-hmm. mechanism, right? To expanding it into all of you know business relationships, some body image, but usually it's a side effect of the deeper things. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you that. I think so much stuff comes from our formative years you know whatever's happened in those first sort of seven years and that's sort of you know what you've you've got you've got to clear and there's so many different tools mm-hmm. and techniques out there that different things resonate with different people for different reasons so you know even if you for anybody at different times. You may have, yeah at different people might have tried things oh i've tried sort of alternative or holistic therapies or this or that and the other but it, it's what, as you say, it's the right time. It's connecting with something. It's understanding. And you've got to have that readiness for change, haven't you? You've got to, something's got to just suddenly click and you go, right, this this works. This resonates with me. And you, like mm-hmm. you said, you sort of embraced it mm-hmm. and you experienced it, loved it so much that you've trained in it. Yes. <laughs> and now you utilize it as well. So so I'm, I'm still really, really fascinated about it because obviously you've had a a massive turnaround in your life and you now you do use it but you mentioned earlier that this human design thing is based on there's astrology the I Ching um what else did you mention there was a couple of other I think five things so the chakra system which I don't think I mentioned before all oh, right yeah yeah Kabbalah which is mm-hmm. an um again an eastern I think uh Indian methodology I Ching uh quantum mm-hmm. mechanics yes and yeah. astrology and so it's all rolled together. Genetics are in there as well. You'll, mm-hmm. If you look at families, normally they have a lot of similarities. Um, my mom and my brother, we've always known we're really, really similar. If you look at their charts, it's super similar. They're both manifesting generators. They're both, you know, have mm-hmm. a lot of the same centers defined and things like that. My dad and I are both projectors. We, we, it's always been me and my dad and my mom and my brother trying to face off because we, we work differently, right? And so now yes. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, duh, yeah. of course we do. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's just really interesting um, seeing that all shake out. So many layers of it that you can go yeah. as deep as you want. And uh, it's, okay. I was not into spirituality, really. I was mm-hmm. kind of, lear- I had learned about the law of attraction and the way that you talk to yourself is the way that you create your life kind of thing but Mm -hmm. I really wasn't super into it this was the first thing where I was like this sounds like a bunch of hooey but (laughs) let's just keep looking into it and the more I got into it the more accurate it got 
And it was really, I was like, okay, well, I don't know why this is accurate, but it's super accurate. So let's just go with it. It's helping me. So let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I, I, I said, I'd been introduced to it by myself, somebody, I can't remember how long ago, probably about six months ago. And I, I, and I literally just put in the sample to get the sort of the free download and I read it. But the, mm-hmm. I, that my only sort of understanding of it at that point was it's sort of like based on the astrology. But there's obviously mm-hmm. so much more that's been behind it um, mm-hmm. that I haven't actually obviously experienced as yet. Yeah, but it, the astrology piece of it is one that I don't even usually get into with people mm-hmm. until they've been working with me um, at least on two or three calls just because mm-hmm. there's so much before that that you want to get to the conditioning piece is what I can I, normally if you book a human design reading with me that's what we talk about the most on the first call and then if mm-hmm. you want to we can get in so the astrology piece comes in where we can look at what genes you have activated in each astrological sign so like your sun sign is just your general energy and beingness mm-hmm. and I can look and see okay you have gene 18 there that means that you have this this and this quality this is the shadow expression so if you're feeling resentful let's say that means mm-hmm. that you're out of alignment with your general beingness and we can just go super super deep into here's what you're here to learn here's your way of expressing love or this is what you're supposed to learn in relationships like all of these things you can go so deep with it oh and that's wow. just one aspect of it mm-hmm. that sounds fascinating how long did that take you to to learn then i had been applying it in my own life for about a year and I talked to my clients about it a little bit and at that point I was still doing the intuitive eating but I would kind of look at it and be like oh hey this is interesting almost all of them have this mm-hmm. same area undefined which means that they're more susceptible to all of the things that lead to disordered eating and body image but I hadn't really positioned myself as someone who taught that because I wasn't an expert I was just playing with it and then I had a client who found me through my human design mentor And she signed up for the certification that she offered. She was like, this is amazing. This has helped Mm -hmm. me so much just learning from you. So I'm going to get certified. Well, about three weeks later, we were on a call and she said, I have not even opened that certification. I'm not supposed to do it. You are. So I want you to take over this program for me. It was a over Mm $3,000 program. And she just gave it to me because she said, I want you to teach my clients this, but I don't want to have to do it. So I'm just going to give it to you. And again, like things just roll oh out for wow. to work for you because I had looked at it and thought, you know what? I listened yes, to my yeah. authority, which is something I learned in human design. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a not right now vibe. So didn't go for it. So that was mm-hmm. a three or four month certification. And that was in 2020. So it's been about two years. And obviously, as you say, you now work with it all the time. So how, how has it changed your life then? I mean, because it sounds like it's been... It really has been transformational for you as well. Yeah, it has just given me a better perspective on Mm -hmm. the way that I am meant to move through the world. I am much less rigid about Mm -hmm. how much I work and all of those things and much more understanding of myself as well as seeing the way that other people are different and yet so similar. But really, it's just allowed me to work less and enjoy more. 
Mm-hmm. And that's really what most of my clients come away with. They feel more clarity, more empowerment, more authentic, more confident in who they are and why they are the way that they are, especially if they come from a background of being like really down on themselves or really mm-hmm. insecure. They see, oh, this is all because I have this gift on the other side of it that I can start to leverage yeah. and tap into. Um, so seeing all your imperfections as gifts, because I can literally say, oh, hey, this thing that you hate about yourself, here's the other side of it. We just have to do a little bit of work to get you into that mm-hmm. space. When you are working, do you, is it everything is, is it revolves around this technique or do you use other techniques in and, you know, obviously you've got your experiences, haven't you? And I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, having had those experiences yourself, which, as you said, you, you, you tried all sorts of things, didn't you? All the sorts of things. And- Mm -hmm. Oh, all sorts of things. We usually use human design as a tool. Mm -hmm. I also work um, with, I do a lot of uh, energy healing techniques and Mm -hmm. teach my clients that, especially in the mastermind, I give them all sorts of stuff. I do a lot of mindset reprogramming with them, understanding Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you've ever been through like cognitive behavioral therapy, but there's a lot of things that I pulled from that to kind of help people rewire the way that their brain works. Whatever you need in that moment, we try and pull all of these different tools together to to help you. But I use human design a lot to kind of tap in and be like, oh, hey, remember this? This is why you're you're behaving this way. Let's sure. choose a different story. Yeah, so it mm-hmm. gives you that structure that you're, you're working Absolutely. within. Absolutely. I feel yeah, a lot cause... more certain when someone's talking to me about something. I'm like, okay, well... First of all, we know what trauma you've been through. We know your experiences and it's causing you causing you to behave in this way mm-hmm. through the lens of your human design has been the filter. Does that make sense? When it's something that's not familiar, that yes. it's trying to get your your head around what it actually involves. But in, in fact, do you know what? I uh, For me, I don't always need an explanation. I would say we've all got different learning styles. Totally. But actually believing that something is working is the key to something working anyway and I've never yes. really felt the need to sort of dig in and ask for yeah well how does that work and why does it work yes. I, I, I just, when I when there's that level of acceptance which I have you know with things like EFT I've done you know and sort mm-hmm. of hypnotherapy and I when I trained I did a lot of NLP work and I've done some training um, since then with Richard Bandler and Paul McKenna and you know there's different people you know once you once you experience it you do it you accept it rather than going well I I, I don't feel the need to pull it all apart yes if it works yes it works and yes. you know listening to what you said you know it works it's worked for you it's taken you from the struggles that you were having the therapies that you were going through and taken you from from that journey of well I've had this eating disorder I've overcome that but I'll throw myself into my work and there's this pattern yes. of behavior yes oh hello I'm still doing it but in a different area but yes. bingo and it's that listening but as you said it's creating that space for that space for something to come in for you to hear it because actually if you are too busy there isn't that time to to allow yourself to think and to breathe for stuff yes. to come in and I, I'm guilty as charged on that at times and you have to oh, go yes. no stop it's fine it's okay but I'm so programmed into myself, you know, work, work, work. Mm-hmm. But I can switch off. And when I do switch off, it's great. And in fact, I was actually ironing at the weekend going, I don't usually like ironing. And I haven't ironed for a long time. I just was on a mission to get the ironing pile down. And I thought, actually, do you know what? 
it gives you time to think. <laughs> it's you things like that. I love else. to clean. That's my version of that. I love to clean. It's very meditative for me. And it's one of the only times where my brain kind of gets into a, unless I'm doing yoga or something where my brain actually kind of be, is quiet and yes. I can get some clarity. Um, mm. So that's my, yeah, that's my version of ironing. I think showers are the same as well. I was having a mm-hmm. conversation with somebody the other day and, and they said, oh, I think something will come to me in the shower. I said, yes, it usually does. And you haven't got a pen and paper to hand at the time, have you? <laughs> they do make, um, they do make notepads that you can have in the shower. For, oh, really? Because some people really do get so much inspiration in the shower that I think they actually make those. Now, you see, with you, because obviously we haven't said to the listeners, but they might have under, uh, they might have guessed by your accent that you aren't actually in the UK with yes. me in the same room. Yes. You are well, actually I thought about in... saying that I am American. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in North Carolina. <laughs> yes. Yes. There, you may have picked up a little bit of Southern accent, but it doesn't come out too often, I don't think. You normally have things like that in the States before we probably get them in the old oh. UK. So maybe you have got to notepads and pens that I certainly haven't heard or seen unless I suppose I have a good look around Amazon you can always find something I was gonna say it may be one of those just very very niche products that you don't know exists until you're you're looking for it and then you find it but yes yes. it wouldn't be any good having a wipe clean board in the shower because if you write on it it will just wash off but yes I'm sure Mm -hmm. there probably is something that you can you can take in there for your aha moments I was gonna go back to something you said earlier because so much of of what we've been dancing around is, you know, how is human design work for you and why does it work and all of those things. Some people really do have a personality trait in which they do crave that understanding and deep, deep, deep knowledge, Mm -hmm. which there's always a line that needs to be drawn. Like you don't need to know anymore. You need to just go and do the work to Mm -hmm. actually fix it. Um, But so much of your experience is the story that you're telling about it. And so if you're telling the story that I can't move forward in my life until X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z happens, or until I understand more about who I am, which I think is always kind of the beginning of the, you know, awakening process and the the Mm -hmm. growth process is like, oh, I'm I'm really interested to understand why I I do the things that I do. Um, But it's all about the story you're telling yourself. And so the Mm -hmm. story I was telling myself when I started my business was... If I am not doing this, 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 you know, working this amount and reaching out to this many leads every single day and waking up at 5 a.m., even if it makes me exhausted and cranky and not productive, I have to do that or my business will not fail. And if my business fails, it means that I have failed. And if I fail, you know, and you have to just follow that. Why, 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 why do you think that? Why is that true? Why are you telling the story? As soon as I gave myself the freedom to look at it from a different perspective and tell a different Mm -hmm. story. And now my story is the more that I enjoy my life, the more money I make. And the more I allow myself to relax, the more inspiration that I have and the more Mm -hmm. I grow and all of those things, I've just changed the story. And so when I find myself in one of those spaces and I was telling you, March, I worked way more than I normally Mm do. And I noticed a huge difference, not just in my well-being and my mental health, but on the 3D side of things, my business was not growing the way that it had been the months prior where I was really relaxing and really in flow. Yeah. So I relearned that lesson 
of, mm-hmm. okay, well, there are these times where we do really have to push and get a lot of stuff done and it needs to be temporary. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always, but, always an, a, an ebb and a flow and a mm-hmm. just figuring things yeah, out as you go. Yeah, it's feeling your way through, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's, it's go, we say we go with that flow. Well, sometimes that flow does need to sort of give a push to get around that rock, get around yes. that stone. But, it, yes. you know, you can't, you can't maintain that. You do need to have that sort of, yeah, the given, the take, the movement of it all and, and mm-hmm. feeling your way through it. And it's actually when you sort of tune into yourself that you get that sort of sense and that feeling. And, you know, I've, I've had to be, I've had to do that with my business over the years and sort of apply, apply it in different ways. And I always work by the mantra, everything's working out wonderfully and whatever's going to be presented is where I'm supposed to be at. And, yes. you know, it's, you know, you've just got that energy because then you're not, you're not affected by stuff. I mean, you used the word, uh, you've used the word perspective and you've used mm-hmm. the word energy. I mean, I've got, I say, trademarked it last year, my eight mindset methodology, which is acceptance, perspective and energy. So it's sort of accepting where you are and where you're at, but shifting your perspective of it. So looking at yes. it like you've been dis- explaining in a different yes. way and channeling your energy accordingly. So absolutely, you know, yes. you, we are the stories we tell ourselves. So if you start to change that story and go with your flow just everything starts to move in a completely different way and you can't be worrying so much about the outcome you know Mm -hmm. I'm doing a series right now on my um social media where I'm sharing the like five to ten questions I don't know I'm just going to keep going until I run out that I ask my my clients over and over and over and myself over and over and over Mm -hmm to help them move through things. And one of them is, are you trying to control the outcome? Are you too Mm -hmm. attached to the outcome? Yes. Because there may be another thing in the works that you can't even comprehend. I just had a client um, right before this who has a job offer out of nowhere that Mm -hmm. is in her same field, but it's going to allow her to relax more. And it's going to, I think, pay her over double what she's currently bringing in in her real estate business where she's hustling 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 and it's affected her health her relationships all of these things and all she did was say you know what I think I want to do something different just kind of show me what might be available Mm -hmm. and a month later she's had this job opportunity kind of fall into her lap but all of her decisions have led up to that and if she had started really stressing out and looking on LinkedIn and all this stuff she wouldn't have found it Right, it just no. fell into Oh, her lap. you know what? You've, 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 you've t- you, my, my favorite subject, manifesting your dream job. That's what I've written my book yes. on. <laughs> yes. Because I, do, I, I mean, it's happened to me. It's happened to me several times over. And it is, it's absolutely, it's, it's making a decision about what it is that you, you want, but then letting go of the outcome. Letting go of the outcome, because, it's huge. Because what will be, will be. And mm-hmm. I've had jobs come to me completely out of the blue. I've had two offers at the same time back Crikey, oh, nine, 2009, two mm-hmm. identical offers from people I'd never spoken to before. They were just perfect perfect for me. And they weren't, you know, you, you go looking and you're up against everybody else if you're looking to apply for jobs through the everywhere. But if you've got that mindset, you know, and you recognise it when somebody approaches you. And yes. it, it takes yes. the strain out of it. Honestly, folks, if you're listening, just, just think about what it is you enjoy doing. Get clear on that and the opportunities will come but you've got to recognize them and you've got to act upon them. Absolutely. And another thing I was going to bring up, because I like to work not just in the, you know, energy manifestation Mm. place. That's a really fun place to live. But Mm -hmm. I also, I come from a very analytical science background. I love systems. I love to understand the 
the mechanisms in our brain behind all of these things. And what we've been talking about, the reason why it works is because there's a a um, structure in our brain called the reticular mm-hmm. activating system. Mm-hmm. You RAS. <laughs> yes, the RAS. And the it's, RAS. its job is to find patterns and mm-hmm. to find evidence of what you're already thinking about in your reality. Mm-hmm. And it filters out because we can't possibly process yes. all of the things that we see and hear and feel in our everyday is just too much. And so we evolved yeah. this structure to help us mm pick out the things that are important. So if you're actively looking for all the ways that people are out to get you and it's not working out and it's too hard and all of these things, then that's what you're going to find evidence for, even Mm -hmm. if there are a lot of wonderful things going on as well. You're just filtering it out. Absolutely. And so once you start changing that and training your brain to look for all the ways that it's working, all the ways that it's easy, all the ways Mm. that your life is abundant and you're surrounded by love and opportunities flow effortlessly to you, you are priming your brain to recognize those opportunities. And so even if bad things happen, like you said earlier, it doesn't affect you so much because you're not focused on it. You're not expecting it. And you just deal with it and you move on. That's one of the biggest things that I've, I used to just fall to pieces. If anything went wrong, I would just lose it. Call my mom crying. And honestly, she had to give me some tough love. She's like, you got to stop this. You got to stop calling me crying. You're, you know, 21 years old, 22 years old, you're, you don't need to do this the rest of your life. Like it was okay when you were in college and like you had a lot going on, but you need to, you need to, to get it together. And now if something that used to just completely, it would just have completely triggered me and I would fall into pieces. Now I'm just like, okay, what's the solution? How do we move on? And it's done. Exactly. I work on the sort of solution focused outcome thinking. Yes. Because this, you, you just... It is what it is. Deal, you just deal with it. The more time you spend telling the story about, about why it, it's so terrible. Yeah, yeah. I was having yeah. a conversation with my son only last week about something he'd been asked to do that he didn't want to do. I said, I said, Fred, just get on with it. Just do it. I know you don't want to do it. Get it out of the way. It's a tab that's open in your head that's causing you distractions from what you actually want to get on with. The sooner you deal with it, and it's out of the way. Because quite often, I will... Um, have loads of things that are probably more important than the small things that need doing, but I need to clear up the small things so I know that they're not bothering me. They're not. They're not in my Taking head. Up space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so from an energetics point of view, mm-hmm. like from a, like almost like a feng shui, it's that sort yes. of stuff. If this thing, anything that sort of annoys you, irritates you, distracts you, clear it, get rid of it. Because and all things that give you bad feelings, get rid of it. You know, it's about focusing on the good stuff. Like you said, it's yes. You know, the good old RAS, the reticular activating system, yes. will will sort of filter it, distort it, get rid of it because we we're processing, and I can't remember what the um, the volume is. We're processing I can't something, either. like a, a million like, things a day. It's crazy, yeah. And you you can only think of your conscious can only deal with it sort of five to seven pieces of information in the con- in your conscious mind at any one time. The yeah. rest of it has to go into your subconscious, and it's constantly absorbing information like even while we're sitting here talking it could be sort of little bits of noise here it could be the jumper that's actually touching your your body your t-shirt where you're sitting the je- the jeans that you're wearing or just experiencing your brain is constantly filtering distorting deleting and just processing that information you couldn't possibly think yes. about it you know even like to say i'm moving forward towards the microphone to talk to you you can't think about that you have to do it automatically it has to go into your auto system oh god mm-hmm. it's, yeah the brain well, is an it's, incredible it's, tool it's amazing and they show if you've ever taken a psychology class they probably showed a video 
of if you've taken one in the last 15 years, I should say, I know they show you this video where there's all these people passing a ball around and you're supposed to follow the ball and watch the ball and where it goes. And at the end, they say, did you notice the dancing gorilla? And you're like, what? And you go back, it shows the video again. And now that you're watching for it, there's a person in a gorilla suit dancing through the crowd the entire time. And you didn't see it because you're watching the ball. Yeah. So there's a dancing gorilla out here trying to show you how easy and fun and happy your life can be. And you're just watching the ball of things that are annoying and inconvenient and terrible <laughs> yes. in your life. You know, it's just like watch the dancing gorilla. Don't think about pink elephants and watch how much you start thinking about yes, pink exactly. elephants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What makes you a happy person now then? Exactly what we've been talking about. I look for all the reasons to be happy. Gratitude Yay. is a big piece, yeah. um, but really it's mm-hmm. just enjoying all the tiny, tiny moments in my day that add up to it being a good life. Awesome. And that is it, isn't it? It's, it's quite simple. That's it. It's looking it's at very simple. Have you? I mean, obviously, your positive mindset now, and you've used that. We've kind of discovered, we've discussed, discovered, discussed that that you've through the tools and techniques you use that now to sort of overcome and make your life sort of positive. But what top tips would you have for anybody sort of listening apart from sort of the gratitude? Have you got anything else that you would sort of recommend for happiness? I think it starts with awareness and and mm-hmm. being aware without judgment. That's the key. Being aware of the things that are coming out of your mouth, especially, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how are you talking about yourself? How are you talking about your life, your loved ones, your business, all of those things? And as you're becoming aware, think of, is that true? And if it is Mm -hmm. true, is it helpful that that's my truth? And just start to kind of, that's where I would start. Just kind of look for what story you're telling about your life and then Mm -hmm. you can reverse engineer and start telling a more productive story if you need to and then of course all the tools we talked about human design can help with that energy clearing can help with that journaling Mm -hmm. all of those things yeah there's so many tools and techniques it's all down to what actually resonates with you really isn't it Mm -hmm. try them you've got nothing to lose as you know what's the worst that can happen is another one of my favorite phases what's the worst that can happen you know really without trying it try it see if you like it if you don't doesn't matter you might try it in 15 years time and it might be absolutely spot on but it's all about personal development moving forward advancement enlightenment wisdom and living a happier life ultimately and one that you can radiate that's what I love about this podcast because it you know we have all these wonderful fascinating exciting interesting conversations and it's spreading this word spreading this knowledge spreading things that might have you know even if it's just two or three people who are listening that go aha yes aha you know it's we're all saying the same things we're all just saying mm -hmm. it in a slightly different way that's what I've noticed so yes if there's something that I've said that you may have heard 30 times but I said it in like a specific way that clicked with you that's awesome it's those words isn't it yes that the Raz is picking up that you've programmed into your head (laughs) exactly right oh that resonates with me because I was having a oh 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 yeah ding 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 yeah it all fits into place so Meredith thank you so much for being such a fabulous fabulous guest so how do people get in touch with you if they want to hear more about uh, human design or what else you've been doing or what you've been up to or just wanted yeah yeah just to check you out (laughs) yeah so I spend most of my time on Instagram I have started playing with TikTok which has been just kind of for fun so I'm also on TikTok if you want to go follow me there but um my Instagram is at underscore Meredith Rawlings 
Um, you can find my website there. It's just meredithrawlings.com, as well as any details on programs, how to book a human design reading with me and all that good stuff. Thank you again for being an awesome guest and thank you all for listening. This has been myself, Sarah Naylor at Harnessing Happiness. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please do rate and review follow subscribe whatever it is you do on your platform because you can access this from anywhere and uh, yeah please do pop by again and uh, thank you for for being such an awesome listener i love you all take care wherever you are in the world and here's till next time thank you and take care lots of love from me thanks for listening to the harnessing happiness podcast with sarah j naylor if you took value from the content please follow the show on your podcast app and to find out more about sarah's ape mindset visit sarahjnaylor.com that's sarahjnaylor.com